The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. We got two out of three. Uh, this is, we're missing one leg off of Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Sammy Joe previously occupied this morning and, uh, so she's out. Yeah. She's always either, she's either going to a country or like auditioning <laughs> for the Today Show or, or going to see Hamilton, going to see Hamilton <laughs> and then the Today Show. Yeah. Sammy's on the, on the go. So you stuck with me today, uh, but I'd have brought another special guest. I brought my son. Hi. We call him Wedge Three. Wedge. William Albert Jacobs the Third. Wedge. So he's here and he's he got his his pacifier in and he's just kind of crawling around doing his thing. So he's like he, he, he's getting big. Well, is, is what's happening. He's yeah. he's I mean he's holding he's holding himself up. Oh yeah. He's doing, he's not he's almost a year right. He he'll be a year April twenty eighth. This month a year. <sighs> That's insane, dude. It seemed like just yesterday, right? Sandra was telling me we were having a baby, and then dude's a year old, man. That's unbelievable. Isn't it crazy? He's, I mean, he's, and and growing, uh, developing mentally, and just the stuff he picks up, you know, he picks up on so much. He's so smart. He waves at people when they leave now, and it's just, it's just like this avalanche of new abilities. It's like Spider-Man over and over again, like when he discovers his ability to shoot webs and stuff. <laughs> it's like watching that over and over and over again every day. And then he was just with his grandparents, and they had him for about a week and a half, and he came back, and he's got, like, two top teeth. He can stand up. He can take two or three steps. Like, yeah. all this crap happened in a week. That's amazing. It's It's unbelievable, man. Kids are... I mean, I guess we all did this stuff, but it's it, to watch it in real time is something. Yeah. Have you had, um, you know, Ty who works in the box office yeah, here? Of course. Um, have you had a conversation? Uh, he just had a baby five weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Have you had a conversation with him about his experience? Because he's not having as much fun, I think, as you guys have had. <laughs> is it, fun is what you. <laughs> Well, we, we yeah. Well, it, the first is such a, a radical adjustment, right? Because you go from doing stuff like sleeping through the night to now <laughs> waking up. Happen anymore? Yeah. yeah, and it happened with me with him when he went away for a week and a half. I missed the heck out of him, but I was sleeping through. Yeah, yeah. and then he got back. And all of a sudden, I'm laying there, and like two in the morning, it's like ah! I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, he's back. That's right. <laughs> I love you, son, but my lord, you know. Yeah, I think too. I think that ties at that point. Now we're at five weeks. He's just the child. The boy is just kind of a pile of, you know, can't hold his head up yet. He can't control right. anything. He's getting right. used to you know all kinds of new stuff. So I think that ties at the, probably at that point right now where like the initial you know oh look we have a baby ha- has worn off yeah and now it's just this thing that relies on you for every again I imagine I don't know this firsthand <laughs> but this 
um, this thing that relies on you for everything yeah. and just cries when it's upset or if it spits up on itself, it cries. It's it's like having a little Trump, it, it sounds it, like. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do anything for himself. If, the only diff- if he could use Twitter, it'd be the exact same. <laughs> if he knew how to tweet, it would be the exact same. But no, you're right. It it It's a special moment. Um, I remember being in the hospital and uh, seeing him for the first time and and just it was surreal. And yeah. then, you know, you go from that to uh, everybody congratulating you and he's all swaddled up at home. And then all of a sudden he like starts taking dumps and, <laughs> he, and he's, he's crying and he, you know, he wakes up a few times a night. Now, we got lucky because my son, he only really cries if he needs something. He's not a whiner, really. Uh, if he's sleepy or he needs to be changed or he's hungry, that's when you'll get some crying out of him. But outside of that, he's uh he's pretty chill. Like when he comes in here, you barely know no, he's here half wouldn't. the time, yeah. right? Yeah. So he does he does a pretty good job. He's I don't know guy. what Ty is Ty boy or girl? What is that's boy? Boy. So yeah. yeah. So you know it goes from like super hard to a little easier to hard again when he can yeah. walk and run and then he can stick something in a socket. So then you're watching out for that. Like now. Yeah. It used to be you sit him somewhere and you just watch TV and he's kind of sitting there. I set this boy down for two seconds. I might look down at my phone and look back up. He gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like then you hear the cat like, Wow and he's in there like messing with them by the garage. He's in the litter box. Right. He's all like, oh, no, he plays in the cat's food. Like, that's oh, yeah, he tries yeah. to eat their food and he loves playing in their water. So now they have even more reasons not to like him. <laughs> Like as soon as as soon as he got home, the cats were like, "Okay, who is this?" <laughs> and he got there, and it was cool until he could crawl, because then he's chasing the cats. Yeah. So then they try to chill, and in his mind, he can catch them, okay. right? But these yeah. cats dart off. They're on the other side of the house by the time he starts off, but he's still chasing them everywhere. So he was kind of annoying them because of that and the fact that he doesn't know how to pet, like. We caress, you know, rub the back yeah. of the cat. He just grabs, just grabs a rib, like, like he doesn't know that. So they're like, you know, screw this guy. Yeah. So they they always kind of get out of there when he's around. So now he's also digging and playing in their food and water. So you know, we didn't hit like blood and crip status. <laughs> it would be like the bloods and the crips if if the crips really liked the bloods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the Bloods were like, we hate the Crips. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a, it's a sl- slightly different. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's what they got going on. So he's embroiled in a beef he doesn't know about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. beefing. Yeah, he's beefing. Yeah, so, hey. you beefing. <laughs> so I'll tell you the thing, too, man, um, with a baby now is is traveling. Because I love being around my son. I just love hanging with him. And these trips where I got to go away for a weekend or whatever. and um, I, I'm looking forward to when he can talk to me yeah. on the phone. Because right now, my wife puts him on the phone. She's like, talk to your dad. And he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just messing with the thing. So, Not the same. Not the same. Not, imagine, co- not, yeah. not quite the same. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a tremendous blessing, man. And with me. I was I don't know about Ty's situation, but I rem- and these are the things I can't tell my wife. I, I'm gonna tell these. Are, this is one of those episodes I'm gonna tell her. Uh, ah, you know we didn't do much, so she don't go back and listen. To it. <laughs> but the way I was, you know, it's like it's for some guys. I say this, not even gonna say me particularly, but for some guys, 
a child is like, whew, because if you did a lot in college mm-hmm. and it's like no pregnancies, right? no right. pregnancy scares, nothing, there's real questions about whether or not you're sterile, right? Because the odds say that somebody should have been like, I'm late. Right. <laughs> the numbers just say that someone should have been like, I'm, that's like if Will Chamberlain was like, nobody, 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 there's 10,000 women, nobody. He would be petrified. Yeah, yeah. But then when you find out she's pregnant, you go, whew. Well, there's a brief second where he goes, mine, because I might be sterile. But then that passes quickly. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. My swimmers are swimming. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Well, he's clearly your, yours. That's what I hear a lot yeah. is that we look yeah. we look a lot alike. Yeah, we look a lot alike. Yeah. So there was a, a, a big show here last night, right? Yeah, uh, the road to New York. The road to New York City. Uh, it was a show at the at the Comedy Zone here. So we've been Thursday night, April fifth, as we're recording this. So we're recording this on the sixth. Um, it was a great show. One of those shows. I feel like a lot of comics. A lot. Of, it's basically a, a competition. Um, um, Keenan Thompson from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Good Burger. Has his name on it. Good Burger. <laughs> and and uh, Saturday Night Live. It's crowded achievement. Has his name on it. All and, that on Nickelodeon. Uh, that Keenan Thompson. Yeah, right, right. Yes. He was yeah. on SNL too? Uh, he still is. Is he? Yes. Uh, I'm, somebody I'm said last night. I'm just naming other things. I don't know. Yeah. Everything besides the big thing. <laughs> so uh, he his name's on the competition. They've been doing it for a while. Was uh, he there? No, of course not. <laughs> that's like what, and I just real quick, that's like those club flyers where they have yeah. like special invited guests, Ti and Busta Rhymes. They're on the other side of the country. Yeah, but they no, they're no. invited though. No, they're yeah, an invited guest. Special invitation. And people go, oh shit, they're invited. <laughs> they're not coming. They're just invited. But he's on the thing. But it's his. Yeah, it's, his it's his. It's his thing. Okay. Yes. So uh, the idea is uh, they do this in in a bunch of different cities around the country. They pick two finalists from each city. Um, after that, there's an online portion of um, of the competition where uh, people vote for the comic from each city they like. One comic from each city, each city then gets to go to New York and um, you know hang out on the set of Saturday Night Live, see a Saturday Night Live taping. There's a show in New York with all the finalists, etc. So it, it is actually kind of a big deal. Wow. Um, but. Uh, I, I want to say 18 comics on the bill, so it was like a Debbie Millwater production. So there's just a ton of comics. Uh, each of them gets five minutes apiece. So it was it was, it was a long show. Mm-hmm. But uh, the level of talent last night, everybody brought their A game. I mean, there was nobody, you know how usually, you know, 18 comics in a show, mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, no matter what their level of, of, of uh, experience is, mm-hmm. there's... Three or four lulls, maybe more than that. You know, during the course of a you know of a long show like that, mm-hmm. maybe one lull last night. I mean, I mean, just from top to bottom, everybody brought their A game. I mean, it was just it was it was really kind of fun to watch. I'm a, I'm, I'm a bunch of new faces. Uh, a couple comics came in from out of town. Uh, Brent Blakeney, who we'll hear from uh, in the second segment. Uh, um, drove in from Raleigh. Uh, one guy from West Virginia. Uh, a couple guys from South Carolina. But a, a, a 
just a really really strong show from top to bottom last night. So one of those shows I feel like if if they're you know if the Comedy Zone had that kind of culture that like you know 10 or 15 years from now would be like you know one of the shows that people still talk about. Oh wow. Like, hey, um, remember that night that this thing had it, it it was just really really a strong show. Huh. Yeah, it was great. That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. I I actually uh I got a text message about the show and uh asked got invited to yeah participate i didn't know it was a competition i didn't know what it was yeah. but i just heard road to new york and i was like okay uh but then i was performing in hickory right uh last night and if you got a choice between new york and hickory um that was an easy one for me uh, i said i gotta get up to hickory uh because partially because i didn't know that uh, the winner <laughs> would uh, be one of two uh, that had a 50% chance <laughs> and an opportunity to hang out at SNL and perform uh, in front of a great crowd in New York. So I said, uh, huh? <laughs> you think I'm passing up Hickory for that? So I was in Hickory last night at uh, the same bar I think they shot Roadhouse at. <laughs> so Okay. At the same place they shot Roadhouse, uh, I told them when I got in there, I said, uh, man, I said, uh, I didn't know there were this many black people in Hickory. There were zero. <laughs> uh, I told my wife, I said, oh, there's one other black person. Hold on. I see. Some. But that was just a mirror that I was <laughs> passing by. Uh, so, yeah. But new club, uh, fun crowd. They were into it, into it. Is it um, is it a place that happens to do comedy, or is it a comedy club that's open? No, nah, it's a place that happens to do comedy. It's this this place called Wayno's Silver Bullet, which, um, yeah, it was strange too because when I walked in, the the guy because there's like an upstairs lobby, and then downstairs is where the main stuff is. So upstairs it looks like the Bates Motel, like a <laughs> desk and two weird people, and one guy. This big bald white guy's like, uh, "What's your name?" And I was like, uh, "This isn't. I probably should just get back in the car." <laughs> but I said, uh, "Oh, I'm Will Jacobs. I'm one of the comedians." Um, normally, I would say, "What the f is your name?" Like that's yeah, yeah. normally I might do something like that. But I'm like, you know, I might be outnumbered. This yeah, doesn't look like, yeah. you know, I'm in it. This is an away game. <laughs> So, so I said, uh, I'm Will Jacobs. I'm the feature performer tonight. And he goes, oh, okay. We'll just go ahead and talk to Linda here. Then Linda's there and Linda says, oh, we got your name here. You know, and then they send me downstairs and then it opens up into this huge bar and there were flags all over the place. U.S. flags. I was looking for Confederate okay, flags. Yeah. I was certain I'd see a Confederate flag. And I have this, this rule, this flat rule. I don't perform at venues that have Confederate flags in them. I won't do it. Yeah. Uh, even if they say we'll take it down, I don't care. I won't perform at a venue that has a Confederate flag in it. That's a personal um, thing for me. Uh, but they didn't have any, so I was able to perform. And uh, uh, Joel from here was there, uh, the booker for the Comedy Zone. He okay. was there because it was a new room. It was their first yeah, night. Yeah. So he was there for the first night. and then So the Comedy Zone's booking this room. The Comedy yeah. Zone's booking that room. Uh, and everybody was cool. Like the, the staff, the... The um, the club manager, uh, it, everything was cool. 
uh, we um went up there, kind of did our thing. It was weird though because they had a dance floor in between the stage and the crowd. Mm-hmm. So the audience is twenty five feet away. Right. Yeah. So you had, if you wanted to be close to the audience, you had to climb down from the stage, um, which was, you know, which which was fine, um, but. It like I tried to mix that in. So during one of my jokes, I kind of got down off the stage yeah. and kind of got in the midst of the audience. And uh, it went well. They they enjoyed it. They had a really good time. You could tell, though, that they weren't used to live comedy. Like sometimes because, you know, some people it's like they were in church and you have different kinds of hecklers. Right. You have the heckler that, oh, this guy sucks. Boo. The right. negative heckler. And then you have the. Uh, uh, oh, he's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did you hear? He just said the one about the carrot. <laughs> that heckler, that's just too enthused. Yeah. And then you have the like the helpful heckler. Yeah, the guy who thinks he's helping. The right, the yeah. person that yeah. thinks they're helping. Like I don't know what it is with women. I'll tell you what it is. It's like hold on, that's I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm just setting up the premise. Yeah. Um. So we had one of those kind of hecklers where a woman, every joke that people would tell, she had like her helpful add on, you know. And eventually she ended up leaving. She's like, you know what? Nobody's listening. (laughs) I can see (laughs) nobody wants any help. Then she just got up and left. It was her name on the marquee, after all. (laughs) People clearly came to see her. I'm assuming she was Wayno. Wayno Silver Bullet. I said, this must be Wayno, because she's so comfortable uh, just taking over the show. (laughs) She's got to be Wayno. Like she owns the place. Yeah, she looks like a Wayno. Yeah. Yeah. And mind you, Wayno is spelled W A Y N E O. So it looks like Wayneo. Wayneo, yeah. The E is silent. Okay. It really should be on the other side of the O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, gonna, no. Yeah. Not in Hickory. <laughs> no, no. No, This is Wayno with nope. the E in front Wayne. of the O. Wayne, Wayne, or at least a hyphen. A sub. W-A-Y-N-E hyphen O. Yeah. That would make sense. Right. No. The E would still be silent in that. Well, you know what they that say. scenario as well. E before but, O except after, uh, <laughs> except I don't know. Except after Y, I don't <laughs> except know. Except it's some, some, some formula. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so uh but the show went well and then I got back and I was on the way back and uh oh, here's the thing too. They say get your money from the uh club manager and the club manager goes, "Okay, uh just follow me." And then we go outside. And uh one of the comics goes, "This guy going to off us?" <laughs> <laughs> this ain't this they got in the middle of the field. <laughs> I've never had somebody go, "Okay, let's get you paid and then take me outside." I'm like you shouldn't we be headed the other way? <laughs> Normally, it's said, "Look, get you paid, and we go inside of a place, There's an office or something." Right, but no, he took us out in the woods, <laughs> and I'm like, "You gonna pay us out here? What? What is there? An ATM out here by by a tree or something? Like what?" <laughs> but then there's this little smaller like house almost that we walk into, and there's these big security monitors in his living room, a big old dog that just happens to walk through. He's like, "Oh, that's a uh, that's." Rocco or somebody. Yeah, that's Wayno. (laughs) Yeah. I think the dog might have been Wayno. There's Wayno. The dog's like, (laughs) right. Just big old dog. He's like, yeah, I'm a dog guy. Didn't check whether we were. He said, yeah, that's Wayno. Say hi. Say hi, guys. So we walk in and then we go to this back room and now there's a a vault and all this stuff and it looks like one of those, it looked like one of those offices that you'd find in the back of a strip club. Yeah, like yeah, where there's all the yeah. cash back there and all that. Yeah. That's how the office was set up, like mind the you. Here at the comedy zone. right? Like those, <laughs> but it's even no, it's Except way seedier than that. Way, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm like, 
Like I was expecting a woman to walk in and go, "Why the thongs?" You know, they'd go stomping back out. It's <laughs> so, a meth addict. So, <laughs> so um, they're in the dryer. No. So so anyway, uh, we're in there with him, and he he gives the check and all that stuff, and it was like, "Hey man, great working with you. Thanks thanks a lot. Great first night." He said, "Yeah man, you guys were awesome. Hope to see you soon." I'm like, "Yeah man, great." And then so anyway, we leave. And that's when I uh, texted with you, yep. and you said, uh, "Oh yeah, people were getting opportunities to go be on, <laughs> be yeah, at SNL," and uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, but how many of them got to go to Wayno's? <laughs> got to meet a dog." But that <laughs> that is so, yeah. ooh, that is so my life. Yeah. So that's like, oh yeah, this is this well, is how. I'm sorry, I had to find out that way. Yeah, I, you know, one thing I knew when I saw the thing, I knew Keenan wasn't going to be there. I had a good yeah, sit. Yeah. Now, you might have gotten Kel, the other guy from Good <laughs> Kel might have been there. What you got was No Limit Larry. That's what, what you got. What you got was No Limit Larry. <laughs> who, was, who was great. Shouts out to yeah. No Limit Larry. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> I tell, Did I tell you about the time I appeared on his show? No. Oh, so I was headlining here, right? right? I'm headlining here, so we're doing promo. Well, you know what? Let's talk about that in the third segment because we are hitting uh, hitting time here. Yeah. Well, we don't have a hard out, but yeah. So uh, it, it, here's let me just set the stage for for what you're going to hear in the next segment. Uh, Brent Blakeney, mm-hmm. who um, competed, friend of the podcast, now a uh, podcast Hall of Famer. This was was as we figure out in the interview his fourth appearance. Pat, he, he's one of the uh, he does the Irish goodbye. Yes. Yeah. So we talked about that on the on the thing again mm-hmm. uh he features for john reap when uh john reap um goes around great guy super funny um so he 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 did his set uh in the show last night april 5th um so he and uh, uh ds sanders oh yeah end up being the two finalists out of the show another yeah, guest yeah. of the podcast yes. man we got it on lock right Right, we get the best comics. That's, no that's all I'm saying. No question. We got the best people. So, <laughs> so uh, I spent a good portion of the time after the show ended. I got hired to uh, shoot the show and record the audio. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of cleaning up afterwards and talking to Brent. And Brent had agreed to hang out after the show and talk with us. And um, Brent is shocked that that he was one of the two finalists. I mean, who came out of the show and I am not his, no Brent's funny his set was I've seen him I don't know half a dozen times you've worked with him mm-hmm. it was the best I've ever seen him he came out um, we talk about this in the um, interview you'll hear it. his timing of his first joke was absolutely perfect and he just never let up on the gas for five minutes mm. and it was just great I'm mean, just a great set I'm D.S. Sanders as well just a blistering set for five minutes, and 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 uh, it was easy to see why these two guys won. Um, so it was one of those where you agreed with the result, no question. Okay, yeah, it it, it had to be close because there was um, a couple, you know, other other guys who had really great sets as well. But I thought, as far as you know, if you're looking at it from a purely comedic standpoint, through the eyes of the judges who know comedy. Um, Who were the judges? These Just uh, people that Mike Hall. Okay. Uh, one guy I didn't know, but from the industry somewhere, um, and a, uh, t- a, a television personality from um, the area, that, whom I was also not familiar with. Okay. 
but um, but people who understand the business, who understand entertainment, who understand comedy. Um, But absolutely, yeah, these two people, I think um, there's no argument that that those were, I felt, the two best sets of the night. Um, But Brent just killed it. But was completely shocked that he... He had gone on. So really, we have kind of a therapy session. <laughs> oh, this is great. And I'm trying to convince uh, Brent that he's worthy of. That's so Brent. That is so <laughs> Brent. Forward. Yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> this should be good. That's uh, that's what you'll hear next. Um, I was teasing him before we started recording that the um, our segment of the podcast wouldn't be over until Brent cried. <laughs> so so, so uh, Brent Blakeney coming up next on the podcast. We'll be back. Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next few weeks. Cristela Alonzo, if you're listening to us uh, on the 6th or 7th of April 2018, Cristela Alonzo from the old TV show uh, Cristela, also Comedy Central, Netflix, of course, and she was just on uh, Never Not Funny. If you want to hear from her, Cristela Alonzo, April 6th and 7th, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. We'll tell you how to get tickets in just a minute. Dan Cummins, one night only, April 8th uh, from Lebanon. Lebanese-American comedian Nemer will be in town April 12th through the 15th at the Comedy Zone. Don't forget Monday, April 16th, Laugh Up Sun uh, proceeds to benefit the Steve Smith Family Foundation. Headliners John Reap, Brent Blakeney, you're about to hear from him. Uh, will be on that show as well. That's coming up Monday, April 16th. Comedy for a Cause, a special benefit show uh, to uh, benefit Stop Soldier Suicide, Wednesday, April 18th. Arnez J, April 19th through the 20th. Donnell Rawlings from Chappelle Show on the Wire and HBO and BET, April 26th through the 28th. Hometown favorite Fortune Feimster, May 4th through the 5th. Kevin Farley, one night, one night only, Sunday, May 6th. Huggy Lowdown and Chris Paul back in town Monday, 10th, uh, May 10th through the 12th. Steve Ranazisi comes back May 17th through the 19th. Don't forget also Orny Adams coming up in July. Chris Red in June. Uh, lots of great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Here's how you get tickets. Call the box office, 980-321-4702. That's 980-321-4702. You can visit the box office, of course, at 900 NC Music Factory Boulevard in Charlotte. Check out the Comedy Zone's website, cltcomedyzone.com. All the dates and details there, the future calendar as well. At Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter and uh, Instagram and uh, also what's the other one Snapchat and then uh, Comedy Zone CLT on Facebook as well for the podcast uh, iTunes at Apple Podcasts uh, they call it Stitcher SoundCloud uh, Google Play Music Laughable and you can also hear it now on your Amazon Alexa just um, it's actually pretty simple you just uh, say the words. Uh, hey Alexa, do this thing for me. Hold on one second. Let me pull it up because there's a specific phrase that you need to say uh, to get that to happen. I'm going to find that for you here in just a second because I was kind of dreadfully unprepared for this to happen. But the Amazon Alexa is kind of cool. It's listening to you all the time. So if you just say, it's quite simple really. If you just say, Alexa, Ask any pod to play the Comedy Zone podcast. Again, Alexa, ask any pod to play the Comedy Zone podcast. It's a little creepy, but uh, we like that there's now another way for you to listen to the Comedy Zone podcast uh, any place you are 
Obviously, find us on uh, Apple iTunes. Leave a review. Uh, tell two friends about us. It's the best way to help this show continue to grow. Keep listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! All right, I know that's not the current Saturday Night Live theme. <laughs> Was that the first episode? Uh, it may have been. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably, obviously, that's Chevy Chase. Yes. With the Live from New York, because that was his thing. That was that his first thing. first season. Yep. The reason I'm playing that... What's the reason, Brian? <laughs> oh, like you don't know, Brent <laughs> oh, I totally know, <laughs> but I just want to hear someone else say it. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. Okay, so we're recording this. We're actually flashing back in time now. Uh, this is Thursday night. Thursday uh, night. April 5th, 2018. And uh, we've just had an event. We just went 88 miles an hour in a DeLorean. <laughs> we just had an event uh, at the Comedy Zone, the Road to NYC. Yes. And it's a, uh, uh, it's a competition, a, uh, a several city-wide competition mm-hmm. uh, promoted by uh, the good folks at Saturday, Saturday yes. Night Live. Specifically Keenan Thompson. Yes. Yes. And uh, for the opportunity to compete for uh, not... A spot on Saturday Night Live, but something you know you might get yeah. to spend the day. In well, I, I think I think in uh, in all the information I gathered, it was um, you would get the chance to go to New York uh, mm-hmm. and then perform on a comedy show. Yes. Well, okay, you would get to watch a taping of Saturday Night Live, go backstage, go to the VIP after party, and then perform on a stand-up show with members from the cast, people from the production crew and the crowd, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, other other winners from other yeah, cities yeah, yeah. Other winners as, well. as well. So a um, uh, friend of the of the podcast, Brent Blakeney. Hey, everybody. Brent, welcome. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Uh, Brent is joining us for the third or fourth time, I think. Third time. Yeah, third yeah, time. yeah. Third Excellent. time. So that's almost Paul Hooper territory. Oh. Almost. You're this close. Oh, dude. So That close. guy. Right? I know. <laughs> Can I... I Here's a little uh here's a little fun fact. Um the first time I ever stepped on a stage to do comedy uh was at an open mic up in Virginia and the way they would do it it was they do the open mic and then they would do the the show, uh-huh. right? So it was like show up at 7, watch the open mic yeah. at 8 o'clock, the show starts. Paul Hooper was the first headliner. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So like I stepped on stage and then I watched that guy and if you are listening to this podcast and you don't know Paul Hooper, yeah, I don't even know what to tell you, but uh, you need to check him out. We love us some Paul Hooper. Oh he's, my god, he's, he's just he's a he's just a sweet guy, and yeah. b he's just he's devastatingly Absolutely funny, hilarious. So uh, you performed, you competed. I with, did. Uh, One hundred and twenty-six other comedians, <laughs> at least here tonight. I, you're rounding down. <laughs> I am. I, I, well, you know, <laughs> trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. There were, I, I, I want to say, in all seriousness, eighteen, 19? eighteen to twenty. Yeah, yeah somewhere, somewhere around, around 20, a lot. Yeah, each one had five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they named two, uh, there yes. were four judges, they named two p- people who will move on to the next online yes. portion. The online competition. Of yes. the competition, the road to NYC. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pleased to say, possibly breaking news here on the podcast, <laughs> that uh, you, yes. Brent Blakeney, yes. uh, walked away as one of the I, two I winners was, from tonight's I was competition. one of the winners. It's... Uh... Man, it's been what like forty five minutes. It's still kind of surreal. Like yeah, no, it, it's it's a big deal, obviously, because of the competition itself. Yes. because there's a guy. I mean, a- yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they brought in, uh, I mean, twenty just killers oh, God, from the show. whole area. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
from a lot around Charlotte, uh, you know, as uh, listeners of the podcast know, I'm from Raleigh. I know I didn't need to say that because everybody knows. But um, but yeah, uh, around North Carolina, there was a dude from West Virginia. I mean, they brought in some really heavy hitters. It, it was a really, really strong show. It was. It absolutely was. <laughs> from top to bottom. A lot of times, especially if you have uh, a competition show when there's that many comics involved, mm-hmm. there are occasional lulls sort of lulls in the in the quality <laughs> yeah. of comic i i don't know that i could count maybe more than one yeah into it was it was wall to wall yeah it absolutely just a was a top-notch competition and, i mean and, the crowd was fantastic they came out they were you know it's it's always it's always especially with a with a contest it's always kind of interesting because the crowd will sometimes kind of favor the comic they came to see. Right. But what was so, honestly, was so wonderful about tonight is it felt like no matter who went up, the crowd was just like, we just yeah. want to laugh, make us laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and, and uh, it was a good set, maybe 100, 125. Yeah. Both at least. The comedy zone. At least. It was great. On a Thursday night, it was a good crowd. They were energetic. They yeah. came to laugh, which is great. Yes. Um, we, we, I participated in a, in a competition a couple weeks ago where there was r- roughly the same size crowd but they were not audible laughers, like oh. to a person. They were like they were clearly having a good time. Yeah, you know, but they a lot were... of smiling head nodders. <laughs> yeah, like that's a... oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a challenge. Yeah. But so, uh, explain your 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 as a comic. You've been doing this about seven years. You said yes. So explain your attitude going into a competition like this. Where's your head at as you're driving down from Raleigh for the show? Man, honestly, competitions. Um, they're tough for me. Like in my, in my kind of, you know, even off stage life, I'm a hyper competitive person. Um, and then to come and kind of, it's always weird because you're kind of bringing this, you're bringing your creation to be judged, right? which is always kind of tough. And, um, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying this to be a dick, but like, it's hard for me to watch other people's sets because Especially somewhere like here where like everybody was so funny, like it's constantly just me putting myself up against them and like judging them. So, you know, I kind of my attitude is just go up there, you know, leave it all on the stage and and uh, hope for the best, you know, try to be Zen about it. Yeah. What you did tonight. And I know uh, that you and I have talked a bit about. Mm-hmm. It and uh, you talked to Mike Hall from the club, uh, who was one of the judges tonight. Um, that your set, while everybody was was really strong, you know your set. You know you came out on fire. Yeah, you got a big laugh right off the bat. Um, your timing, I thought, in delivering that first line was perfect, because there there was I was out I was shooting video of the show. <laughs> And when you walked out, there was an audible reaction. Yes, you're six seven. That it's an. You're not a small person. No, not. <laughs> and there was literally an audible reaction as you walked out. You were also the first white guy. <laughs> so I don't know. I was going to bring that, that up. Does anything I was, to do with it? I was going to bring. Will, I'm sorry. I know you're not here. I love you, man. We weren't going to bring that up. But you, you, you. So you walked out. There's this audible reaction, and you let it happen. Yeah. Was that something? Is that something that just happens when you walk out, or did you recognize in that moment that people were were stunned at <laughs> stunned <laughs> at seeing such a freakishly tall person? Um, it's it's honestly it's fifty fifty. 
Like I I feel like I've been I've been doing this long enough um to where I'm familiar with that reaction. Familiar, not familiar. That was <laughs> horrid that I said it that way. Familial. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware that that reaction happens. Um but I mean, I'll be honest, like tonight hearing it was the first time in a long time that it was that audible. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was almost like gonna tell, like, "Hey guys, stop talking for like a second. I know, but like, I have other things to say. Um, but it, it it was really cool in that it that almost put me at ease mm-hmm. to where I mean, it's a contest. You're nervous. You want to do your best. You you know, you kind of don't know how the crowd's gonna react to what you're what you're bringing to the table, and then to kind of come out to that moment. And then just be in that moment and let it kind of flow. Yeah. Because, like, normally it'll be like, okay, once I get a laugh, then I'm going to be good. Mm-hmm. But once I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. It, it, not, it, not like overly confident that I'm going to win, but it's, but you know, it was this sense of, I got this. Yeah. You have this moment <laughs> that everybody in the, in the place is thinking the same thing. Yes. Oh my God, this guy's tall. This guy's huge. And then you come out with what you did. I know. Yeah. Let's get this out of the way. I'm yeah. a massive human being. Yeah. And, 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 and it's just, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like flushing. <laughs> well, because I, 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 as well, I'm a yes, massive human being. Yeah. And, and I don't, for whatever reason, I don't get that audible reaction when I come out. I get Really? It. I don't. What? I know, right? <laughs> You're like maybe an inch short. Like I'll give you an inch shorter than me. We're probably the same. Oh, size. I think we're. I think we're really. I close. think we're really close. Yeah. If not, I think maybe I've got a half an inch. Higher. But <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll fight the parking lot. We'll fight. <laughs> this is what tall people do, by the way. Do you see, like, out in public? If you oh, see, yeah, an- absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I'm another po- t- tall person. You're like, yeah, I'm taller. Yeah. Than I'm tall, I'm taller than I yeah. I don't like it when people are taller than me. Like you, like you're. If you are taller than me, not convinced of it. But if you are, you're just enough where it doesn't bother me. But like I'm six seven, so if I see like a six ten person, yeah, I just, I just think I want to fight that guy. Yeah. Because I don't <laughs> like anything about your vibe. Yeah. You're bothering me. <laughs> We've <laughs> my um, wife and I have reached the point too where she'll like point out like that guy's taller than you no no he's not and then i'll go and like <laughs> square up sneak up yeah. like kind of behind him yeah. or next to him or whatever take a selfie so can you see yeah. it can you see yeah. it i'm totally taller do short people do that like do short people get <laughs> like, does jason king get mad when there's <laughs> when there's other people we love he's a friend of the podcast yeah, he is. that guy is shorter than me <laughs> You're not shorter than me. <laughs> you ain't shorter than me. Yeah, so I'll take you. What's down. up, Jason? <laughs> oh. So Jason and I had a meeting with Johnny Millwater. I don't know if you know Johnny or not. Uh, in name, I've never met. Okay. Him, but yes. Um, we were uh, um, um, we were going to have lunch at a local <laughs> a local restaurant, right? Uh, so Jason got there first. <laughs> so he's waiting <laughs> at the bar. I walk in next, yes. right? And so hey, Jason, how are you? <laughs> blah blah blah. And then Johnny comes in, and so. Now the three of us have to go find a table, right? So it's <laughs> this is gonna get Jason. Cut down. This is gonna all the laughter's gotta get so, cut out of so, this. 
It's Jason and me. Right. Walking into the restaurant portion of the of the place together. I get stared at a lot. You probably do too, oh, but absolutely. I've never felt anything. <laughs> Just audible, like wow. Yeah, like what? In the, what's what? happening? <laughs> <That, laughs> are there cameras? Is this a show? It's the reason I really do, and I've told Jason this. I think he and I would be friends, but we can't hang out together. <laughs> Not in public. Non public. Can't do it. It can't happen. Oh, so that's it, it, so you came out and you got this big laugh. Yes. And you just, you never let up. You <laughs> put the pedal on the floor and you just killed for five straight minutes. <laughs> oh, it was man. great. It was an incredible set. It Thank really, you. really, Thank really. You. Yeah. As that's happening, do you have a sense that, hey, there's not necessarily that, you know, I've got this because. Not even a little bit. It, not uh, like, not, I never. You're a humble guy. <laughs> you're not the kind of guy who's going to go, oh, this, it's mine. Um, I mean, honestly, and this is kind of, this might be a little inside baseball, but this is a little how messed up comics are, um, is I went up there knowing my jokes. I'm like, these are the jokes I'm going to tell. I know, and and in your head, you know, these are when the laughs come. Um, (laughs) But I'm up there telling my jokes, and I, you know, I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. The crowd's responding. But I'll tell a joke, and I'll hear the response. But then in the back of my head, I'm just thinking, you know, seven months ago in Columbus, Ohio, that joke got a bigger right, laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so just, I know. I'm just, what's wrong with all these people? What's wrong with all them? They're not laughing at the damn, the, the, the sign joke. All right. Well, you know, Ohio, love that one, Charlotte. Anyway, going on to the next one. Well, Atlanta liked that one better than you guys did. Okay. I'm judging myself. <laughs> But I mean, but it, you know, the the vibe felt good. It, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so you still seem. Explain your reaction when uh, they're getting ready to name who won. <laughs> so the way that the <laughs> when they're getting ready to announce, or when I heard my name, it was it was awkward because um Cherie, the producer of the show pulled all the comics out in right. the hallway. I was shooting video for the show. Yes. Uh so Cherie pulled everyone out into the hallway to kind of shoot some video that mm-hmm. that I'm sure they'll use on social media or something. <laughs> Sweet. And then all of a sudden, oh, we got to go back in. We got to yeah, go we back all, in. Yeah, we got to run back in. So we all ran back in. And then they brought up a guy doing a guest spot. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> which I don't know why we all had to come in for that, but that's fine. <laughs> and then it was time to announce the winners. So mm-hmm. there was this kind of like, you know, oh, they're going to announce the winners and then like a five minute guest spot. Yeah. And then, so yeah. where was your head in that little break? Cause you thought, you know, I, okay, this dude, is it. They're going to announce. I the mean, winners. that's the, I mean, the truth of it is, you know, I, I watched a good portion of the show and, and like I said, like I just put myself up against everybody else and I watch other people. I'm like, Oh, I didn't get as many laughs as him or I didn't get, you know, Maybe I didn't get as many laughs as him or, you know, that stuff. But, you know, you don't you never know what the judges are looking for um, when it comes down to 
you know, contests I've done before of like, is it laughs per minute? Is origin, you know, is it originality of material? Is it stage presence? It's all this stuff that kind of gets wrapped in. So, you know, I was just sitting in the back thinking this was a good time. Yeah. It was stage time. It was, it was another rep, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> then they, <laughs> here's the really messed up part. <laughs> they brought the host out to announce the winners and, uh, so the, you know, uh, there were two winners, and he announced my name first. But he goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, this guy standing about six seven, and in the back of my head, I'm like, who the hell else is that tall in here? <laughs> who else? was there another comic I missed? <laughs> no, there's not anyone else here taller than. Are they just voting for Brian? Is that he was doing video? Why? It wasn't even in the show. It wasn't even in the show. But it, it was surreal, man. It was totally surreal. And, I'm, you know, it's it's crazy. And, you know, hopefully hopefully it goes on pretty awesome from here. But we'll see. I think what's uh, a lot of a lot of the competitions uh, that we hold here, um, we being the Comedy Zone, like I'm speaking, like I'm the Comedy Zone spokesperson all of a sudden. But you I'm do a, run the podcast, man. Give uh, yourself a little more credit. Well, well, you know how credit is. So um, no, a lot of the competitions me. here here are uh, are like crowd response yeah so you know if you bring a crap ton of people Mm -hmm. you know you're going to do better than you know another comic who may as far as the performance be well deserving but who doesn't have any friends right so um, (laughs) which is like and that's not that's not a dig on comics like we don't have any friends you do comedy long enough eventually your friends stop coming to watch you yeah because they've seen it oh you're doing another set yeah i ain't showing up yeah i'm good i'm good i've seen you twice (laughs) I'm good. I've seen you, I've seen you. you haven't seen me in four years. Yeah, dude, I know what you do. <laughs> you text me your bits. I got it. <laughs> um, but the judges here, um, you know, obviously my call who mm-hmm. knows comedy. Oh yeah. Um, another gentleman whose name escapes me, but it, it is a Hollywood big shot Hollywood producer apparently. Um, and um, another young woman who uh, works in broadcast, so knows mm-hmm. entertainment, knows yeah. knows the business. Uh, were the evaluators of what was happening tonight? So it wasn't just um, a bringer open mic yeah. show where yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know I got the loudest applause, so I won. Mm-hmm. You know, these are people who know what they're looking at. Yes. And they picked you and Dia Sanders as the yeah. As, that's awesome. It's crazy. It's fantastic. Yeah. So you, you still have this look on your face. We were joking earlier that this podcast segment <laughs> I know, would be me convincing, you, convincing that you that I won. And I just that you're deserving it. of. I'm just like I don't know, man. Like, <sighs> do we have to like 2000 election this and do a recount or something? Like, no, there were there's some hanging chads. No hanging chads. I know, it's right? All, that's an 18 year old joke. It's a, Still, the quality material I'm bringing to the stage. <laughs> You're a road to NYC semifinal finalist. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, man, thank you. This is this is a lot of fun. So, did I see something uh, in a Facebook post of yours that you're teaching or not teaching anymore, or what's happening? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually I'm uh, the last four years uh, I've been working in a middle school. And I'm quitting my job to hit the road full time uh, at the end of the school year. So I have two more months and then taking my shot, man. Wow, that's awesome. And which is, I mean, super crazy that this is (laughs) happening right now. I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I'm having anxiety dreams about it, about, you know, 
just making it work but it's like oh you kind of won this contest thing and maybe there's well okay first there. of all you didn't kind of win <laughs> this, you you actually did it's not kind of you won so you're okay. you're now there's an online portion uh, where can i guess uh let's do this right now where yeah, can let's folks do it find right you now. on social media because um gonna... look me up uh just friend me on facebook or find my page um brent blakeney b-r-e-n-t B-L-A-K-E-N-E-Y. Um, or Twitter, Instagram. Uh, what's that new one? Vero. Apparently I'm on there. Uh, Snapchat. Everything like that is at 67comedy, all spelled out. S-I-X-S-E-V-E-N-C-O-M-E-D-Y. Right. And uh, we will link in all our yeah, you know, in all the be, social media podcasts as well. But here's the thing. So find out... Um, uh, follow Brent on social. Let's do it. He will put the links out to where you'll need to go to vote for him to go move to on in the competition. D.S. Sanders had a great set as well tonight. He did. He had a fantastic set. He's that dude's a murderer. Yeah, he, he was so yeah, good. He crushed it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it. It's a cool. I think the I think the right two comics won. Oh, t- <laughs> I think that. Stop it. I think there was a lot of. I think <laughs> there was a man. lot of talent tonight. There was, there, so there was much a lot talent. of really good talent. So much talent. Uh, but I think the judges did the right thing. You know, and I'm not just saying that because we're friends, right? I mean, yeah. we're you know, I'm not just saying that because yeah, we're great friends. We have matching Novogratz tattoos. <laughs> so, so I want to talk about that before we leave. But oh, absolutely, no, we have to. Yeah. Um, I think to the last time you were here, we were we were talking about your uh, Irish goodbye with Will, right? When you, <laughs> was that the last time? Oh yes. You were, yeah. Okay. Oh yes. No wait. So th- no, no. This this is the fourth time. Because the first time we did John Reap show slash right. Comedy Zone podcast, you're right. We did one in the same, right? And then the second and then time, I was here by myself, and then I was back with John, and now I'm here by myself. You're so. right. So it is the fourth time. The fourth so time. you're okay. in the in the Comedy Zone I'm, podcast Hall of Fame. Nice. I'm in the I'm in Paul Hooper level. <laughs> you're in Paul Hooper. Territory. Man, that is yeah. that is good company to be in. And uh, technically, Josh Wolf as well. Oh, dude, that oh. That guy. Um, what we did with Josh, he was on the show his third time. I don't even want to talk about how funny he is. It, it, <laughs> kinda, it hurts my heart. And we, he was on the show the third time, and uh, we mentioned that you know one more time, and you're in the the you know P hoops territory with yeah. with uh, you know, and in the Hall of Fame, he goes, "Well, I want to do that now." <laughs> <laughs> so I faded out. He I faded out, and then played music and came back in, and we <laughs> called that his fourth time. So he's he's in, there's an asterisk. All right, but, so Josh, but, if you happen to listen to this, uh, I'm throwing down the gauntlet that uh, this is my legit fourth time. That's right, and uh, that's right. You know, bring it on, man. Uh, and Reap, Reap's only been on. I think uh, there was that one uh, uh, show that he co-opted. Yeah, he co-opted one, and then, and then he was I think here one other time, yeah. two years later. Yeah, right? yeah, and then he blew us off the last time. Yeah, blew you off. Let's yeah. go with that. I think he was pregnant. Is what uh, was, we came was, up. I think. Yeah, I think he was pregnant. So. You know, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, uh, no regrets. No regrets. Mm-hmm. From it's two times tattoo. ago. It's the tattoo. It's the Myrtle Beach tattoo uh, <laughs> you, me, and Sammy got. Yep. Um, I just, you know, I just want to, I just want to slow it down real quick. Okay. Um, Sammy, I don't even know if you're going to hear this. <laughs> she doesn't I, listen. I hope you listen to your own <laughs> show. <laughs> She does not. I'm you don't? Okay. Well, then you'll never hear this. But I'm sitting here staring at an empty chair with my No Regrets tattoo. And I'm missing you, baby girl. I'm missing you. 
play some music right now and edit it. No, it's fine. But we, we don't have to do it now. Play some play some Cisco for both of us. <laughs> Fans of the podcast will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just making myself that, laugh. Is one. that S Y S? No. Uh, yeah, S Y S Q O. I think. Oh, oh, it is S Y S. I don't know. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> no, I think it is Cisco. Play the thong song for me and Sammy. Uh, I don't know if anybody out there in podcast land knows this, but that's our song. <laughs> thong song. Yeah, we got to play the thong song for. Um, Cause you know that's what you know. I'll be honest with you, Brian. Life is. Um, Life is crazy, and life is about connections. You know, you want to connect with people. You want to connect with your your friends, your family, your neighbors. And there was a moment about two years ago where I sat across at this very table, this shoddily put-together table, and I looked Sammy in the eyes, and we listened to Thong Song together. And it was in that moment I knew something. I don't know anything what's going on anymore, but... uh. <laughs> I just listened to some Cisco. I miss you, Sammy Bear. I miss you. It's getting it. This is this is yeah. This is getting into this is almost slide into your DMs territory, but on a podcast. Hashtag me too. So um. Oh man. Okay, we're back. So you're. I know you're coming back pretty soon for a benefit with with uh, John Reap. Yeah, let's go with that. Point, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna be here. Um, uh, we're gonna be here next Saturday for the uh, mascot Olympics. Yes. Right. Actually. Um, yeah. Uh, it's at a high school. I, I should so. know yeah. more about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's the Charlotte Legends Club. Yes. That's yes. Correct. Charlotte yep. Legends Club. Look them up on Facebook. Uh, we're doing a mascot Olympics. Um, where like all the mascots for the Charlotte teams, yeah. um, you know, Sir Purr, uh, the Knights, Charlotte yep, Knights. The Knights, the Checkers, the Knights, um, yep. the, uh, oh, Hornets, ho- the Hornets. That was the one I was trying to think of. <laughs> I almost said, uh, the Bobcats, but I knew that was, that was a while ago. somebody yeah. would probably get mad at me and throw a 1995 starter jacket in my face. <laughs> Um, but then no. even like the Tennessee Titans mascot is going to be here. That's like cool. they're yeah. they're bringing all these awesome things in. It's going to be a lot of fun, and they're doing. Now, like which costume will you be wearing? Uh, <laughs> whichever one they'll give me. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would love one. I would love one that doesn't fit. <laughs> you can obviously like, see my neck, <laughs> like between the head and the. There's a gap the, between yeah. your pants. And your- Wear jeans under that? He can't even run in those. <laughs> oh. So uh, you, you you still you still run around with John Rape? I still run right? around with We're John. Still, Rape. what? Where can uh, folks find you? In what cities? I guess. Oh, what's your schedule man. Like? Um, so that Saturday, next Saturday, the fourteenth, we're doing the mascot Olympics here in Charlotte, and then we're going to be at the Comedy Zone in Greensboro, North Carolina, that night for two shows. Um, after that. Uh, Lexington, Kentucky in the first part of May and then uh, Tampa, Florida at the end of May. Okay. There's going to be the next like two months worth cool. of shows with him. So, so you're now you mentioned real quick and then because I know you get it's like four o'clock in the morning and you've got <laughs> oh, to. Oh, it's 11 30 <laughs> and I got to drive uh, and work in the morning. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. So, uh, you know, you mentioned this is your last year teaching full time. Yes. 
So what is, I mean, I know, you know, you're going to be going out on the road, obviously, you know, still with John and, 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 and things, but what is, I mean, what is, is there a plan? Is there, are you, what's the, what are you going to do with your life? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I mean, the plan right now is just to stay booked, uh, as much as I can. Um, you know, I'm rolling around a couple ideas, uh, as far as ways to fill my day. Um, I have a podcast uh, idea just like everybody, everybody was, <laughs> like how many how many times a day do you hate hearing yo i got this idea for a podcast it's like I do 48 that. episodes and then come talk to me like yeah. i'm not i'm not listening to the pilot so <laughs> um but it's a lot of stuff like that it's just it's ways to stay on the road uh keep doing shows and just find ways to connect with people. Like I said, life is all about connection. Sammy, I miss you. But um, <laughs> so are you? Are you? And are, Will too. Will. Will, yeah, yeah, but not as much. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you, 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 are you? Will you be going out on the road with John more? Then, is um, that- you know, a, a little. I think a little bit more, uh, just because it'll kind of uh, free my, you know, my schedule be freed up to be able to go Thursdays and Sundays and do all that stuff. But um, still, you know, still trying to book my own stuff on the. On the off times, especially if this road to NYC thing goes well, vote for me right. online. Find him, six seven comedy. Yeah, six seven comedy, yeah. and uh, look for my video. Vote for me. Yeah. Well, um, again, um, you know, I can't say enough about your set tonight. Stop it. I want to. I've got video Stop and audio. It. I will send it to you, but probably not until this weekend. Yeah, it's okay. Please keep going. But you'll be able to <laughs> stop, stop, and by stop, I mean go. But I'm keep no, telling it, me how amazing I am. It was anyway. again. I've seen you perform half a dozen times or so. This oh. was this was easily the strongest Thanks, set I've seen. I've seen. <laughs> you do the others. I did not care for <laughs> the others were dog shit. <laughs> But this one. Can I say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, this word dog shit. Dog, hammered. Dog shit. <laughs> um, but um, great to see you. And, you too, man. Thank you so much for having me. This has been yeah. uh, a lot of fun, and I uh, I look forward to listening to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for hanging out. We're Thank gonna you. we're gonna lock the place up where the where the last one's out. All right. So um, Let's we're do gonna it. have to lock the place up, but uh, we will be back one way or another yes. on the Comedy Zone podcast. Brent, thanks a lot. Let me see that thong. Comedy Zone Podcast is proud to be a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. You can find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com, where you can find the Charlotte Podcast, hosted by John and Miller. There's all kinds of interesting things going on in Charlotte, things that we can be proud of here in the Queen City, but they can also be, let's say, missed opportunities. Well, the Charlotte Podcast, John and Miller work to understand all of those things, and they want to make sure that you understand them as well. All kinds of great stuff happening in the Charlotte Podcast, uh, news-oriented stuff, Things going on in your um, community. Um, in this week's uh, podcast, they talked about uh, overrated and underrated things about spring here in Charlotte. Uh, interesting conversations, inter- interesting things to say about the uh, craft beer community in Charlotte as well, and also the pollen, because we're all dealing with the pollen. So check out the Charlotte Podcast, part of the Queen City Podcast Network at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? The theme to Gary show, the opening theme to Gary. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. Oh my god, I used to love so that great. show. I love when I tell you I love the Gary Shanley show. 
I loved everything that dude did. <laughs> I loved the Gary Shandling show. I loved the Larry Sanders late night yeah. joint. Uh, his stand up. I was a big Gary Shandling guy growing up. Um, and I, one of the reasons we played that is because this new uh, HBO documentary Judd yeah. Apatow did, The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. Uh, just a great, great documentary. Yeah, I think it's, I feel like it's a must watch not only for his fans, not only for comics, but just I think for people in general. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, you know, there's so much that you can learn from the way that Gary kind of handled things, either rightly or wrongly, because yeah. he wasn't perfect, and this documentary doesn't, um, um, you know, paint him as being a perfect human human being by any stretch. But just there's, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to learn. Yeah, it, it, there is there is a lot to learn, and like you said, it doesn't just apply to comedians. Without giving too much away, um, the the relationship with his brother and yeah. how how yeah. it seems like. He kind of closed off and didn't, you know, didn't allow himself to express that or, or really dig into that um, well, until at the never, end. Was never really encouraged to do it either for right. lots of different reasons by lots of different people, but was never really given the opportunity to deal with his brother's passing. Right. And, which I think a lot of people go through for various reasons. I know me, you know, when my mother passed away, my mom passed away from breast cancer when I was 10 and right. I had a younger brother. And uh, to this day, that dude sometimes, you know, he'll call me from her gravesite, just a wreck. And uh, I think at that time, I was so busy trying to be the big brother and trying to look like it didn't affect me as much that I just walled a lot of stuff off to the point where I don't have a lot of memories uh, of my mom. Mm -hmm. And she was, I was 10. I should have a lot more. But I don't, and I think part of it was I was putting on such a, I don't want to call it a facade, but uh, trying to project strength that I didn't allow myself to feel a lot of things. And uh, it probably affected some of my interactions later on. Sure. Um, but Gary Shandling, in that special, it kind of goes in how people would ask about his brother. And he said, well, he died and that's it. And he just wouldn't let it go mm-hmm. any further than that. And uh, so so there were things I related to. And anyone who's who suffered loss and, and handled it that way, uh, his interaction with people, the sort of search for authenticity and everything he did. Mm-hmm. There's just so many themes that relate to so many people that you're right. It's not just a much watch, must watch for comedians. I think it's a great watch for just anybody trying to navigate this life, man. Um, it was it was really, really well done and, and touching mm-hmm. in spots. Uh, some of the stuff with his relationship with his business manager. Um and and his friendship with Bob Saget yeah and Bob was our first guest yep and yep. I didn't know anything about his connection to Gary Shandling yeah. like that I didn't know that they were so tight I didn't know what they had gone through I didn't know about sort of the uh you know the fracture that 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 happened yeah I didn't know about any of that and uh, it was sad there were some parts that were really really sad and some parts that you know were. It made you made you feel good. He came full circle on some things. Yeah, um, became a mentor to a lot of comics. A lot of yeah. a lot of the work you see today, uh, television, movies. That Larry Sanders and Gary Shandling show, like they were just so influential. He changed television twice. Like he changed the way comedy is done on television twice. He broke that fourth wall and the Gary Shandling show, 
and then basically invented kind of the office type of of yeah of, of show with uh, with the Gary Shandling show. I had never made that connection yeah, it's, until it's, they spoke about it on there. Yeah. And then the one, this, the part with him and Ricky Gervais in the kitchen, <laughs> so amazing, so uncomfortable. And yet so great to watch because Ricky yeah. Gervais, who's normally so confident and so just does not know how to handle <laughs> <laughs> And he's such, and Gary Shandling was such a brilliant writer. Yeah. Like, it was so layered and so funny. And, uh, man, like, it, it just, it, it blows me away. Like, a lot of, not just television, but the stand-up you hear. Like, he's one of those branches on the family tree where there's a ton of comics that sort of come from you know his yeah. his uh yeah. his branch so there's those clips that uh i believe they came from uh seinfeld's uh documentary about oh. comedy oh yeah uh, with chris rock and gary shandling yeah and i Jerry remember seinfeld watching that on the there comedian yeah. right yeah. yeah um but there's like um extended clips of of Chris Rock and Shandling and Seinfeld just sitting in a green room talking about comedy, talking about what bits worked and what it's it's just it's just great stuff. It's, it is, and it gives you and forget the fame part. Like that's what so much of comedy is is just comics in the back, and then you see Gary watching the monitor while Chris is up there, and just like oh here's here's what's coming. Oh this yeah. is so good. Like just just the beats and it, it, and. There were so many common experiences that I it was fun for me to watch because you see cats that reach that level of fame and it's just a reminder, not that I need it because I kind of generally get this, but it, it serves as a reminder that this comedy game, it, like it's the same no matter where you go. Yeah. It's some of the same things happening. Like I think Gary Shandling's search for authenticity in his comedy mm -hmm. is a place that so many comics are trying to get to like that just unabashed honest right. and letting the comedy flow from that as opposed to hey this funny thing let me build from this funny idea um gary shandling was the type where he was like look i just want to get to a place where i continue to get to a place where I talk about my life in an honest way and the comedy will sort of emanate mm -hmm. from that because he's just funny. Yeah. And that's what and that's what a lot of times with our podcast we used to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like just having honest conversations with these people and the funny will come yeah. because they're funny. So it's like you don't have to worry about that's like Michael Jordan like eventually whatever you're doing with him is going to become competitive because that's just who he <laughs> right, is. Right. So you don't have to set up a competitive situation. Yeah. You could just talk and eventually a co a competition will emanate from that because he's Michael Jordan, he's competitive. Yeah. And that's how it is with comics. Like you can just be honest and the comedy gets there. But that takes a little more patience and that takes bombing a little more. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of things that a lot of comics can't stand, including at times myself. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I'd I like to get up and be honest as I possibly can, but you know, sometimes it's hard. And for me, it's even a steeper climb at times because I have the background as an attorney. Right. And, you know, I'm used to handling corporate 
commercial litigation where the wrong word can cost your client a million dollars. So it's like you're trying to be perfect with everything you say and you're always conscious of what the judge is feeling or what a jury's feeling or what the senior partners are feeling or what the other attorneys in the case, what the opposing side is feeling. You're always consumed with how something is being received. And good comedy is the opposite. You're supposed to be totally unconcerned with how what you're saying is being received. You're supposed to come from an honest place and your fan base will find you. And so you have to like I had to unlearn a lot of stuff to be any good at this. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, you know, from from watching Gary Shandlin, like that's the same thing, uh, (laughs) you know, same thing he was dealing with. Just just that just trying to be honest. And, And it got to a point with him where he wasn't even interested in doing something. Right. If he couldn't be him, like that's why he couldn't act. Right, like, right, talking right. about exactly. him on movie yeah. sets. He's like, I can't, I can't pretend. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't pretend. Yeah, and his his um, there were a couple things that stood out for me. The first thing was was Bob Saget telling the story about how he he was in the wings when uh, Gary Shandling had his first appearance on the, the on the Tonight Show. Which, if you've seen the clip, it's a it's just I, I mean it's. It's a legendary Tonight Show performance. Um, and hearing Saget tell the story of what happened after that, immediately when Gary walked off the set, and I don't want—I don't want to spoil it too much because it's—it's it's much more interesting to hear Bob Saget tell the story than it mm-hmm. is to hear me tell it. But that notion that uh, Gary had always everything he had done up until that point was was aimed at getting on on the Tonight Show. And it's written in his diary. I'm going to get on the Tonight Show. I'm going to get on the Tonight Show. Get on the Tonight Show. And then he got on the Tonight Show, and he didn't know what to do next. And the fact that 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 notion hit him, uh, hit him so powerfully, powerfully, literally in the moments after he walked off stage, he didn't even have time to enjoy it. Didn't have time to go, "Hey, I did it." Had that immediate emotion of, "What do I do next?" You know, everything's been building up to this moment. Now, what am I going to do? Is 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 I think indicative of the level of performer that he was, because he was so focused and so driven. But also, kind of the root of a lot of his sadness, in that he never, you know, whatever he accomplished, he always wanted something more. That whole whatever whatever that hole is that we're looking to fill that people look to fill never ever got filled for him right and it's just uh that was a constant theme throughout yeah that he was it was just never he never was like celebratory about anything it was always okay well now what you know now what now what and he seemed to tire of things uh like like when they offered him the Tonight Show. Yeah. He was going to be like a permanent yeah. guest host, which which ninety nine percent of comics would have killed for. Yeah. And Gary Shandler's like, uh, nah, because I don't really like want to do the same thing like that yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 the 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 thought of um just that constant that kind of that tortured artist thing, you know, it's never never really satisfied. Just just always kind of seek out the same thing, which is also probably like you know he got into you know he kind of got into Buddhism, and then then he got into boxing, and then he got into you know all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. Like what, where the boxing, where does that come from? But he found something in that that at least for the moment kind of started to fill the hole a little bit, and then he 
maybe kind of got bored. It, it, it's just, it's really, um, it's a fascinating portrayal. It, it, it's long. It's a commitment. It's four and a half hours total, mm-hmm. spread out into two parts, but it's worth every second. Um, and the second thing that uh, that stood out to me was was uh, Sarah Silverman's comment oh, about, yeah. and this is in the trailer, mm-hmm. th- that um, it's not that Gary Shandling was Zen, mm-hmm. it's that he was desperately in need of Zen, mm-hmm. and never never really found it. Yeah, and that's that's absolutely fascinating to me well with what you talked about with um the the constant drive to create and to reach these sort of other levels of uh, the the art form like mm-hmm. something beyond a black belt like just yeah. this constant yeah. like looking for more levels of this thing uh we kind of saw that with bob saget one of the questions when we asked him was, Hey, you know, you've accomplished so much, you know, you on the Mount Rushmore TV dads. Yeah. Uh, you've had this sort of seminal show and and then you went on to do everything else. Funny. So all these other things uh-huh. he's done movies and mm-hmm. more money than you can ever more need. money than you can shake a stick at. Right. Mm-hmm. What else? And he's just, he's just like, I just, there's more I want to create the, mm-hmm. the, the, the art of it, the, the artistry of it. And that's what <sighs> I think that with comedy, if you, you have to have some of that. Mm-hmm. You have to be in love with the art form because the money comes, the money goes, the acclaims come, the acclaims, the, the acclaim goes, the fame comes, the fame goes. But what is it that drives you beyond all that? And, and for whatever Gary Shandling dealt with, he understood that, that it was, you know, just sort of the love, the love of the art form. Yeah. Even after he was done being on TV, he was mentoring other people, helping them refine and craft what they did and taking the time that he says George Carlin took with him early on. Uh, that became sort of the final act in terms of what he was. He became a mentor, but that that sort of love of comedy and love of funny and love of being creative was, was the constant thread throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it was about for him, and it was instructive in that way that, you know, to have uh, to have longevity in this thing, it cannot be about the money. No, and it can't be about the fame because you know, even if you look at where we're at now, like like there's no Johnny Carson couch anymore, right? right it used right. to be if you just go, I mean, we we heard uh, uh, my man uh, John Henson on John Henson on here talk about it. Getting invited to the couch was everything. Yeah, the Johnny Carson, that Roseanne, you can count. I mean, you just all the stars that were made by going. There's no couch now. Now the right. couch is like a million likes. Yeah, right. That's right, the exactly. new Johnny Carson yeah. is is a million social media likes. Yeah, there's no more overnight. There's no more Drew Carey. No, no. Overnight it, where he gets called over to the couch and the next day his life has changed. Right. It's, it's not like that. Now it's, you know, it's uh, you go on late night now. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. That's not like some game changer like like it used to be. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something it's something different now. So you got to love. You just gotta love what you're doing, and um, that's what that was about. So, yeah, I, I hope everyone checks it out. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely worth your time. So, oh, and also, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, and just in terms of the comedy world, man, like you just think of the losses over the the last few years. You know, I yeah. just Barry Crimmins, Gary Shandling, yeah. like just these honest, honest, honest voices, man. It. Yeah, and it's going to I mean it's going to keep happening. You know, Seinfeld is 62. Yeah. Now, you know, 61 or 62, you know, we're going to, you know, and 
I suppose this happens with, you know, with every generation, you know, people get old and people pass on and, and, you know, I'm sure it happened with, you know, the people that, you know, our parents watched and liked, and it's going to happen to us as well. And, uh, it, there's, there ain't nothing you can do about it. But, <laughs> Not you know, a damn thing. But yeah, we've lost Rickles. We lost Crimmins. We lost Robin Williams. We lost, you know, even the younger guys who, who, um, it, 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 it's, it's just part, you know, no one, no one here gets out alive. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so. yeah. So, you so know. on that note. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk Trump. No. <laughs> Did he do anything insanely ridiculous this week? Oh, he came you out think? and he, 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 uh, what did he do? He, uh, he doubled down on the, uh, million voter fraud talk. Millions and millions of people voting illegally. One person voted ten thousand times. I saw it in the. Yeah. It's just like well, yeah, and no, it's, uh, it's yeah, I don't know. He's he's increasingly isolated and and uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, watching this thing shake out, you know, as soon as as soon as you thought the level of crazy had topped out, then you know he starts firing everybody, and you know. It's it. Just, he's increasingly isolated. Apparently, I watching a whole lot of television, uh, and that can't be good. No, <laughs> especially if it, like tons of Fox News. Uh, That's never yeah. been good for anyone. No, <laughs> no, we're we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and you keep saying the thing that scares me is when you. Well, it doesn't scare me, but it's, I'm always like looking at it, where I'm like, geez, where you see people's like, it'll take decades to undo. The uh, damage I, that's been done I to this will. and that. And, you know, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. I don't think there's an easy fix to any of this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting, though, because you go to these places, you know, some of the places I perform in, and they love them some Trump. Mm. I mean, they just, they just love it. And I don't know. I mean, I kind of know. I, you know, I think because uh, somebody was telling me, uh, yeah, those those coal mining jobs he promised, they're not coming. Those people are going to turn on him. I'm like, listen, as long as he keeps talking bad about yeah. black and brown people, he'll yeah. be fine yeah. with some of these people. Because honestly, it's just I think some folks uh, are looking for a, uh, a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. A scapegoat for the for their own condition. Right. Uh, some some of the situation with jobs is that you know these industries are just dead. Right. You know right. you can't just stand up and yell coal 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 over and over again. Like some of these jobs ain't coming back, right. and that's right. that's a hard pill for people to swallow. So it's like, okay, well, you 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 cling to other stuff, and it becomes about these social constructs, and it becomes about these wall people are taking the jobs yeah. and. Like man, if people could just, if we could just wrap our brains around, hey man, these other countries are really advancing when it comes to clean energy and, you know, some of the technology that's going to power the next century. Like if we could just get on board with that and run full steam ahead. Yeah. Uh, but now nah, we're clinging to, to stuff that's dead and gone. Uh, and it's because of the lobbies, the 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 oil lobby, the, the you know, and then and the the I think this I think this this trade war that it. According Oof. to him, isn't a trade war with China Oof. is going to turn into a big deal. Yeah, you know, um, if you like the prices of stuff, <laughs> you don't mind paying a thousand dollars for 
you know, a bag of Hershey's Kisses because they have that that aluminum <laughs> I can't, Wait till we find out. Wait till people find out all the things that are affected by this. Yeah. You know, it's like two-ply toilet paper. It's like, hold on, what? <laughs> One ply is all anybody's? A roll of two-ply toilet paper is $20? <laughs> I'm wiping my ass with my hand. Yeah, we'll wipe it with a 10. No, what? It'll be cheaper. <laughs> It's coming, folks. Brace, brace, buckle up, because it is. Uh, it's coming. But now, well, I guess we, you know, we focus on the stuff we do control. Um, I'm performing again. Yes. Tonight, I'll be in Jacksonville, North Carolina, April sixth. That's right. Tonight, I just learned there was a Jacksonville, North Carolina. Okay. Last time I was there. Okay. I was like, my, I got the email about the show and where it was, and I'm like, I'm not going all the way to Florida. And uh, no, it was North Carolina. It was Jacksonville. He, he doesn't like it either. Hey, he ain't going to Florida either. No, he don't want to go to Florida either. Uh, what what club in Jacksonville? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Place I just, for this comedy. He can't yeah, I gotta go look uh, look for the name of the place. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where where it. Uh, oh, let me see if he'll sit down. Hold on one second. Oh, looky, looky, looky. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I got to find the name of the place. All right. Maybe there's maybe it's another Wayno's. Well, look around. You know, if you're in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and you're listening to us on the 6th of April, 2018, go check Will out. Oh, and one quick note about this Wayno's place I told you no, about. Yeah, yeah. The name wasn't Wayno's Comedy. It was no. Wayno's Silver Bullet. Yes. I don't know what a silver... Like, yeah. So who knows what the name of this place is tonight? Some of these towns. <laughs> I don't know what name. I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to go do my thing, though. Well, we'll find out. You should go see him if you're in Jacksonville, North Carolina, on the night of April 6th. Yes. 2018. So what? Uh, what is – is? Uh, you have any big stuff coming up? Uh, Funny on the Fly comes back April 25th, I want to say. Okay. Last one was a really good one, right? Last one was great. A lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, Funny on the Fly. Comics get their set list 30 minutes before they go on stage. And they uh, make up a set list from the list of topics that uh, we gave them. It's a fun show. You should come out uh, Sunday night, one Sunday night a month uh, during the summer months uh, here at the Comedy Zone. So, so that's a lot of fun. Lots of good shows coming up at the Comedy Zone. You, you heard about them in the break. Um, so yeah, that's. I think uh, I think we've done a lot of good work here. Yeah, I think so. Oh, by by the way, by show in Jacksonville, the place is called uh, Ducks. D U C K. Apostrophe S, and I remember. Oh, oh I remember uh, this place because last time, uh, Ducks, I remember it because they gave me one of the worst promos in the. Uh, what do you call it? The 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 um, thing they put out on the web, their promo that they did on the website. Okay. I go and look, and it goes, uh, "Will Jacobs uh, has uh, questionable affiliations." But he's a lawyer, so he can get out of them. I'm like, whoa, what? Wait, that's not wait, anything wait, I no, sent, y'all. That, what the hell is yeah. that? So the the one black dude on the show's got the questionable affiliations. <laughs> and I and I when I got there, I uh, I made fun of them for that. I'm like, I don't know what the hell. Y'all might as well have just said he took a break from smoking crack and not taking care of his kids to come out and give us thirty <laughs> minutes of rip roar and like what are you? How many stereotypes? <laughs> How many bullshit stereotypes can you squeeze into one paragraph? So yeah, me and Ducks got off to a rough start, uh, uh, but we're good now. The crowd, you're back. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm back. Uh, the crowd was cool, so 
we're in a better place than we were last time. Well, so me and Ducks. Good. Yeah, I remember Ducks. And so, good food, too. You okay. always you go a long way with me when the food is good. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. You can you can smooth over a lot of rough spots with good food. Not not the uh not the racism. <laughs> but uh anything else you could you could smooth it. Is there a type of food that would smooth out the racism? N- none that I've had. No. I've never, never had anything and gone, you know what? <laughs> I feel completely different about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of okay with it. Hasn't happened yet, but I would love to taste the thing that Wouldn't did you, that. Right? If somebody Wouldn't was like, look, I can make you forget about racism, <laughs> I'd be like, give me two plates. Try this bread. Just for a day. <laughs> I would love to not have to deal with race for like one day. Yeah. Just yeah, to right. just, you because know, that's always funny when people go, you know, black people always talking about racism. You should try living it. The shit's even more tiring. <laughs> Forget talking about it. So, yeah, I think I feel like we we covered a lot today, right? I think we did. I think I think we did good work. Thanks to Brent uh, Blakeney for hanging out uh, after the show last night, on the fit whatever to to talk with us. Yes, that was fun. Uh, Brent will be back in a couple weeks with uh, John Reap. Oh, good for a uh, uh, benefit show here on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the date now off the top of my head, but uh, it's coming up. It's uh, uh, Steve Smith's. Uh, oh, the football player. Benefit. Yeah. Steve Smith Sr. So uh, we'll try to get Reap and, and, and Blakeney on the show again. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So. Oh. Also, I forgot to mention this weekend is WrestleMania. Uh, this is the biggest wrestling day on the calendar. It's the Super Bowl of sports entertainment. Uh, very excited. I wanted to do a WrestleMania preview. I will not get a chance to do that because of time constraints. Uh, but. When we come back, I will do a WrestleMania recap. I'm going to do a WrestleMania recap. And uh, shouts out to Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, He just, uh, I think, recently got hired back to WWE to be in creative. And he's one of the great minds in professional wrestling. I mean, widely respected. One of the greats. And he was on our podcast. So shouts out to Jake the Snake Roberts, friend of the podcast. Congratulations, brother. And, uh, yeah, enjoy WrestleMania. And uh, anything else coming up sports-wise? We'll watch my Sixers get the third seed from Cleveland. That'll be good. Yep. Yep. NFL draft coming up. NFL draft coming up. We don't know who's taking who. My son does not like the apple juice I gave him because I put too much water in it. Uh, so, come so on, when Dad. Here, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's getting frustrated here. Yeah. So this is probably a good time to go. All right. Let's uh, say goodnight, Gracie. All right. Uh, it's been a pleasure, folks, and we'll see you next week. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>